How good did it feel to choke out your brother? Fucking amazing. <laughs> he came down? Yeah, he came in on Monday night. <clears throat> I trained his brother a long time ago. Right, I heard you guys 17 like years yeah. it's been since he was training with Eric. Wow, that's crazy. I'm yeah. surprised you'd never heard of this place before. Well, I mean, he was in. He said he were basically in like a one room building at that yeah. time, and uh, a small yeah church. But, but I mean, I watched my brother fight when he was training with Eric, and I watched him get choked unconscious while Eric <laughs> was in his corner, and uh, you know, it just I mean. Did you like make the connection right away once you started coming here, or what? Did no, you know? well, Tim. Did you know ahead of time? I only came in here because of Tim, and then. Oh, um, really? So it wasn't through your brother. That's no. Like, hey, okay. I'm no, gonna, I, so I'd, wow. I'd been working with Tim for two years almost, or about a year and a half before he quit. So I had already known him for like a good three, four years before I came in here. Yeah. But Tim had been telling me that whole time, "You should come train with me. You should come train with me." Okay. And then after I went through those crazy relationships, I was just telling Eric <laughs> about. Uh, I was in a bit of a weird space, and Tim was like, dude, just come in and train, get your head off shit, and so I did, and then... So it, how'd you figure it out that you did well, the connection? Incidentally, as I was here, I would you know, tell my family about where I'm at and mm-hmm. training and everything, and I was talking to my brother for months, and my brother would tell me stories about when he was training. Uh-huh. I had mentioned Eric's name a few times, but it didn't click with Chad for whatever reason, and then... That's your brother? Yeah, and mm-hmm. then it was like back in May, I think, where um, it was real funny, because he actually told me... Uh, well, first first I, I mentioned Eric's name, and then Chad, had, he, asked, he, he had said his coach's name was Eric, too, that's what your last name was i tell tell him and then he's mm-hmm. like holy shit he's like i think that's the same person and yeah, he's yeah. and that what was funny though is chad told me eric was on an episode of anthony bourdain in the background while they're doing jujitsu he, he was wrong it was, i think it's actually one of the gracies and it okay. just happens to, <laughs> to resemble eric. yeah and so i came in and i asked eric i was like were you on an episode mm. of anthony bourdain he's like no and i go back and watch it i was like that's definitely not eric and i called my brother i was like that's not him and then uh yeah i showed chad a picture and he's like oh yeah it's the same dude though yeah. and yeah, so. that's a trip. But you yeah. said you watched Crazy a fight connection. and Eric was there. How did you not? When I was a kid, yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. So? I was like. And, you know, like. 12 or 13 at the Chad time. Chad got that's choked out unconscious. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, there was a lot of kind of my, chaos. My focus was more on my brother being out cold for like 20 seconds than and it was. blue. He was yeah. fucking blue. Really? He was as yeah. blue as that dude up there. Yeah. Did they not, like, separate so him? David and I, David and I were. Um, you know, coaching him. And the thing with Chad is that he, like, at least back in the day, would always get these, like, calf cramps. He did it, he did it on Monday night. Yeah, while I, was I saw that too, him. right? Yeah. <laughs> and he leads with his head. He mm-hmm. dives in with his head because he's got a wrestling background and he's, he's an aggressive attacker, right? So this happened, I can't tell you how many times exactly, where he would drive in, mm-hmm. you know, drive mm-hmm. with that head and he'd Guillotine get it well he'd get a cramp in his calf mm. and <laughs> okay i mean chad's chad's top that so, happens to me sometimes actually. yeah it does so yeah. he'll yeah. he would sit there and he would like he's shake like, hold, it hold out on, hold on. Right. yeah he would just kind of hold on and uh-huh. and buy his time and then right. you could see him shaking his calf out right, right. Huh. and so when we're at the tournament he this is 
like clockwork, he shoots in. The guy sunk a guillotine, but we couldn't tell, you know, because Chad's got a, a good double leg, a power double leg, where mm-hmm. he would blast mm-hmm. through. And um, so he's defending it at first, and then I see his legs start to shake. So okay, so I'm right, thinking he's shaking yeah. out a, a cramp yeah. in his calf, and uh, and we're looking and we're looking and we're looking and I mean a little bit of time's going by and I'm talking yeah. to David I'm like dude I he might be out right. and then we look at the ref but the ref is like literally right on as top close of as Anna yeah. wants me to be uh-huh. to her right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> the ref requested it. <laughs> so I mean, it, it was ref. nobody's. It was nobody's fault. It was just a, a circumstance. It, right. And the guy, you know, because the way Chad came in, he was on his hands, so the guy couldn't release the the. the yeah, the you couldn't tell it was yeah. Right. yeah, and so. Finally, I, I say to the ref, you know, it's about 25, 30 seconds that have gone by. I'm like, dude, he's out. Uh-huh. He's out. And yeah. so we broke him and, you know, he was Dang, blue, that's a long man. Time. He went yeah. out instantly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the guy right. just sunk a deep choke. Chad, right. you know, probably lifted his chin a little bit right. where the guy could get to the, um, yeah. you know, arteries. And it did take him a long time to like oh, yeah. regain consciousness. Yeah. 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 My mom I mean, it was, it was like him. scary. Yeah. Like really. I was thinking we were going to have to get medics in there. I was already looking for medics. Um, And because normally you flip somebody over, you shake out their legs Mm -hmm. and their back, right? We flipped him over, shook out his legs. There's nothing. I'm sitting there, Chad, 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 you know, kind of trying to shake him. And while uh, the ref is shaking out his legs and he was... I mean, wow. and he was blue, blue, blue. Yeah. So Crazy. it was probably about a good another, you know, 20 seconds. I mean, I bet he was out 45 seconds, which is a long time mm-hmm. when all yeah. of that's unfolding, right? Yeah. You know, um, Oh, yeah. And then Crazy. afterwards, we told him not to do another match, which was good because... <laughs> like it ever? No, no. That Just night? that day. That right? day. Okay. Oh, this is a jiu-jitsu Yeah, this was a jiu-jitsu tournament. Okay. Okay. So he was in a bracket where he uh, would have... Gotcha. There was a, you know, um, you, you were guaranteed two matches, right? Mm. And, uh, and Chad's kind of a gamer, so, you know, I had to tell him. I'm like, dude, just fucking... Mm-hmm. You know, let's not, right? Because you know, oh, he was know. he he would have probably, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he would so. have. <laughs> so, yeah, he he's a funny guy. It was great. It was great to see him, and it's funny to see he hasn't changed at all, <laughs> no. like zero. Like fighting wise, or? fighting wise, body wise, uh, shit talking wise, just jokey wise, like yeah. exactly the same, like. As he was fucking last time I saw him, and yeah, yeah, he was, and he was a fun guy to to grapple with. I used to really like to fucking paste him up because you know he's a bull and he's he's game, but um, you know the guys that are really difficult for me are the long guys. So when you got a short, stocky, aggressive fighter, that fits well into my you know repertoire. When I got like guys like fucking Tim. It's horrible, you know, because it's just like, I, I mean, even working with you, because you got such long limbs and shit just comes from different places. It's like, um, you know, way different than working with Amanda, for instance. Right. And Amanda has arguably way more of a skill set developed, but there's, I can manage that body length. Those long body lengths are, 
you know, fucking, you just got to attack legs on <laughs> or necks, right? Mm-hmm. I usually go to the extremes, the neck or the, uh, the feet, you know? So, um, but hmm. with Chad, it was always good because you got this block of a guy. I mean, he doesn't have much of a neck, but he would stick it out <laughs> when he would go for his doubles. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you're going to put that neck out. I was, just, I was oh, literally man. joking about that with them too while we were rolling because first I caught him in a guillotine almost exactly the way Eric just described, the way that fight went. He took me with the double leg and then we scrambled for a minute and then I caught him with the guillotine about two minutes into the round and then right at at the end of the round there was like 15 seconds left and i was trying to set this triangle up it's like jesus christ you don't even have a neck for me to put my leg around and i didn't notice it but he almost went out like eric called the end of the round and he like fell forward for a second and his face was all red i I had it i guess better than i thought i did Uh yeah Nice. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, did you talk shit to him afterwards? Oh, I mean, you know, I just kind of <laughs> razz him. It's like, that was a long time coming, but yeah. Yeah, I bet yeah. he's fucking beat on you for years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he even, he texts me after. He's like, it's not over. He's like, we'll have a, we'll have a rematch with these days. See, I was, it's not I was wondering. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of why I told him. I'm like, dude, come back anytime. Yep. But, um, yeah, just because, again, what I remember of Chad, he's always been, like, really cool, like, really you know like mild-mannered but he's game he's as game. fuck yeah. once you like slap hands he's going for it it's a big part of why i am why I, the way <laughs> i am too because I, I had to deal with that shit growing up i mean mm-hmm. we yeah. would fucking throw each other over the couch and shit and how much older than you is he 10 years oh, okay yeah, yeah so that's significant yeah, yeah. that's i mean that's a significant beating yeah. just like for the whole time. Yeah, he's yeah. 20. <laughs> you never catch and up. And you're no. 10. Yeah. Well, he yeah. caught up now. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. I, think, I think when I was 13, I had one moment of success where he came charging at me and he tried to tackle me into the couch. I don't even know how it happened, but I ducked down at the at the perfect time and like shot him right. over the couch. Like, okay, like he, a football player. Yeah, yeah. He was like jumping <laughs> and I, I <laughs> shot him up and he literally yeah. flew over the couch and hit the wall. Like, and the, it was like a good four foot gap from the couch to the wall. And he somehow swung and just put this big old hole in the wall. And then <laughs> we just took a toy box and shoved it right there. As soon as my dad got home, he's like, what happened? He, he, could, he just knew the toy box, you know, right. was yeah. conspicuous. That's and funny stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Like brothers. Yeah. yeah. Sent 420, Endgame. game. we'd just do an end game today. Yeah, that's good stories. Hmm. I like that. But what a coincidence, huh? Just how that mm. happened because mm, weird. you didn't even live mm-hmm. really in the area. There's so many other gyms around. Yeah. And, uh, mm. yeah. How'd you meet Tim? Uh, we were working together at Dank uh, Dispensary, okay. yeah. Thanks. And then to actually work with Tim somewhere because Tim doesn't keep jobs very long. No, he so, didn't keep that job very long either. So to, yeah. uh, that was <laughs> like well know, though, right? a very... Well, uh, I mean, he's doing things he wants to do. And yeah, I think he's been driving some like DoorDash and Uber too. So. Well, I see him at the restaurant. Like, well, all the th- like, yeah. Anytime I'm driving by, I see him. There. I just know he's had like side hustles that yeah. he can't necessarily get fired from. Right. <laughs> Or get frustrated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or get in trouble for not being PC. <laughs> <laughs> that was why he had to leave Dank. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I hear that's something similar is why he had to leave um, a bar. 
Punchbowl social. Those, those must be good stories. Yeah. Tim would be one of those guys, though, man, that, you know, he's such a nice guy, but you rub him the wrong way. I would be, you, you know what I'm saying? I think people would, I don't know, nowadays he, he looks a lot bigger, but it's like, man, that guy will fuck you up and he'll let, you know, like somebody have enough rope that it's like, ooh, man, they might be crossing that line pretty soon and getting mm -hmm. that fucking goddamn laid right up across their head, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. The head grower that was there tried to fight Tim. Mm -hmm. Fucking bad mistake. Tried to fight him? Yeah, well. Like, started did you, He oh, called, yeah. called him out. He was, I mean, mm. this dude was like a bodybuilder, so he thought he was all tough. And mm. as soon as, I mean, as soon as he said something, Tim just squared up. And I had to get in between him. And I was like, yo, yo. I was like, you guys can't fucking do this right here. <laughs> not right now. And uh, and I even told Jeremy, I was like, this is a bad idea, dude. I said, yeah. you, you don't want to, don't, don't fuck with this. And, yeah, and then Tim just went outside the building for a little bit to cool down. And then uh, he, he kept calling him. And he was like, come outside, come outside. And yeah, so of course. Yeah, I remember Tim telling me about that. And it's like, and that's even when, like, he was good back in those days. But yeah. whew, man, nowadays it'd be fucking brutal. Well, he trains a lot right now, right? Yeah, and he's just good. He's, he's just fucking good. Like, Tim had this click. There was this time when it was great because I could just kick the shit out of these guys and just smash him it was fun as fuck he got this 18 he started when he was 18 and probably up until he was like 23 24 he still had that kid body kind of lanky but he was always game so you could just fucking smash him and then he goes to uh i forgot how long he was with me but then he went to moab for a couple seasons and stayed out there and just got his man body you know what i'm saying like come back and his fucking shit is sinewy yeah. and yeah it was just never the same i mean even though his stuff wasn't refined um yet it just was never the same after that and then i was talking with ryan so ryan's this guy i don't know if you've met ryan but ryan is like one of the guys who was just a, a fucking killer and so i was talking to him i'm like man do you remember the good old days when we could just fucking smash him and just fuck him up? <laughs> now it's like, just sucks. Every time you got to go with him, it's like, That's fuck. what happens when you spend so much time, yeah. you know, like you with your brother. Yeah. It's like, fuck, it caught up. Jack is like that. He's getting to be there now. Nick mm -hmm. is like that. Mm -hmm. Like Nick, I used to crush that fucking dude. And then... You know, like boxing and kickboxing, but now, fuck, it's just brutal. Mm -hmm. But he's also getting old too, so <laughs> there's it's going to start to come back my way. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking, fucking guys. But Jack is getting like that. Is if he. There's a couple little things that, if he can stick them out, figure them out, he's going to be fucking a killer soon. Yeah, I don't think Chad had any idea that I had, you know, progressed as much as I had because just a few months ago yeah. we were—he was trying to teach me some takedowns and stuff—and I was like 
not struggling so much with the concept of it but just like just he was showing me a lot of shit that i hadn't learned yet as far as takedowns went and then uh, on monday like there were a couple times where my hips weren't on him all the way and he was like thinking i was i think he thought i was just not understanding it but i was kind of just experimenting with my weight at the Mm -hmm. moment and then yeah as soon as he took that double leg i felt it he was uh, i don't think he thought i was going to be able to get off my back and uh yeah i don't know i i I saw the the look of surprise when i Uh when he got up after that well you know like when i was training with him you know again that was a long time ago um but you know our, our stuff wasn't nearly as refined and it was a lot more pressure a lot heavier you know holds grips and you know since i've gotten older the ability to move and you know like what we were talking about the other day that kind of place in between stopping points the transitional points is really where you know my focus has been lately and it shows in a situation like that right where it's like you got a power you know um, aggressive hard hold game opponent and you know sure like he hasn't been on the mat so his conditioning isn't there you know that kind of stuff but that aside you still handled him technically because you were moving around all of that versus trying to hold on to it because you try to hold on to it and he's just going to fucking crush you yeah right then it becomes you know the clock okay well who can hang out longer than the other person but it's cool to see how that development is going because you know like tim was probably a transitional point where I was just getting away from that kind of hard, heavy, aggressive, um, not as technical type of moving to a little bit more transitionary into where I'm at, you know, now. And he's kind of been in on that change. He's probably one of the, Amanda's been in on that change, Um, a couple other people, but Chad was on the other side of it. It's pretty interesting. It's cool to see then how those things kind of evolve, you know, the the technical abilities and just the uh, principles and concepts. Yeah. So a lot going on in the world. What do you guys want to address? When you think of Let's Go Brandon, <laughs> one of my favorite things that's been happening. That is hilarious. Yeah. It's cool because it's like a code. You know what's crazy (laughs) is I saw in Italy they were they were marching the streets and they were saying "Let's go, Brandon." I mean, they were saying the other thing, but they were also chanting "Let's go, Brandon." So I mean, it's pretty much gone worldwide at this point. And but I I didn't something like that would go worldwide. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great one. That yeah. Superman's gay. Superman's gay. <laughs> Wait, that? what? Superman. What is it? You got, you want Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by Superman is gay? It's like it's happening. It's like he's in a, like a recent. He's in a recent gay. comic. Oh, I think he's bi actually. Super, super bi. bi. <laughs> well, the picture that I saw of him is he's all making out with this dude. Yeah. So I think it's uh, like a recent comic. Yeah, DC oh, is getting woke. Mm-hmm. They're re- they're they're re-releasing they Superman a, as a is it Marvel or DC? Who's got Superman? DC. DC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when well, I you saw can see this. It. 
Yeah, um, I thought it was like fan art. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you? That's the one you saw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Dude with pink hair. Yeah. It's probably the Joker or something. They made the Joker. <laughs> right, that's, that'd be, that's hilarious. They're like, they don't love. fight anymore. Yeah. Just all... <laughs> There's I that mean, one too. Once again, the evolution of things, one. right? Jesus. <laughs> the devolution of things. Okay. I I did see that. I just uh, didn't really look right. into it because it was like. Jesus. It's funny how things go around. You don't realize all the backstory. Like you would see, let's and go Brandon, like and you wouldn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Subconscious. Wow. I got one. Did anybody hear mm. about this? Uh, this kid that raped two girls oh, in, in the bathroom, mm-hmm. like wearing a skirt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I saw like the video first. There's I a video. Not. No, 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 no. Oh, like, Jesus. Jesus. No. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what kind of websites me, no. are you going to? Jesus. No, no, no. Like, um, <laughs> what I saw was like, shit. it was like, it was kind of like advertised or like the story was, it was like just the CRT people, but you know, parents going to schools kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then it shows a guy, like a bunch of people, parents get up, and then it shows a guy getting arrested. The dad of the girl. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't, I didn't uh, know that backstory. So to, what I thought, it was just they like They didn't even a, tell the backstory. That's right. No, they yeah. said it was mm-hmm. like angry. The title or the headline I saw was some sort of like, you know, angry conservative parents, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Like, and even on the, even, yeah. but even on the right, uh, their narrative was... You know, guy doesn't deservedly get, a, you know, guy protesting for his kid just for CRT mm-hmm. stuff gets arrested. So that that much bigger detail about his daughter is not yeah. in there. Yeah. That's horrible. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Twice. Dude's, dude's daughter got raped and he's in jail right now. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think he's still in jail. I think he's. Did they get released? Just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they mm-hmm. can And then the, supposedly the same kid. Did something similar to some to other at girl school. at yeah. a different school? I did. Yeah, yeah was uh-huh. it? Because uh, I think he got expelled. Not from killed. The first he like school. sexually, yeah, yeah, yeah. assaulted yeah. him, mm, but yeah. sodomized him. It wasn't like it was and forced you know, fellatio too. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it was just a uh, mm-hmm. ass grab or something. Yeah, Jesus. Um, pretty horrible. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, right. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one's an awful one. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean that. Bring spirits down. Bummer. How about Dave Chappelle? Anybody watch Dave yeah. Chappelle? Yeah, yeah, it was great. I've seen it. I hear. I saw some people like posting things about it. Mm-hmm. But the trans community is upset. Of course, trying hard to course. cancel. Right. Did you watch it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. What did you think? I thought it was great. Of course, I thought it was. But like, not just you know. I mean, obviously, Dave Chappelle's always great. His stand-ups are always on point. But the way he delivered it, it's like you can't you can't fucking argue with anything he's saying if you actually listen to it. That's what I feel. Anybody that's just taking the sound bites Mm. and running with it, they're missing the whole fucking Mm. point. And um, Yeah. yeah, I thought his argument about it overshadowing, you know, actual fucking problems in the world. Yeah, he says that he's a turf. He's like, I'm yeah. on the turf side <laughs> yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you know, because he's like, they take women's rights. Yeah. He's like, you know. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, what I does think the turf stand for? Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they, they're like for women's rights, and but then that makes them anti-trans, or at least trans people see it that way. Right. 
Right. So he's like, yeah, I'm on their side. He's like, he also called himself a feminist because he's like, I looked up the definition of a feminist and it's someone that believes that women should have equal rights. It just and says like, oh. equal rights of humans, I think is what he said. Like uh, it, it doesn't even necessarily right. specify. So he was somewhat like snarkily saying, well, I guess that makes me a feminist. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's brilliant though. I think he's the fucking best comedian of all time. Isn't that funny? Like comedians and poets are the ones who actually get the world right. Right, you know, uh-huh. like yeah, yeah, yeah. can actually uh-huh. deliver a message. You ever heard that, like about like the fool back in the day? He's like the one guy that can say the truth to the king. Mm-hmm. You heard that? He's like the one person. Everybody else is like, that, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody else is their head. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> this is your theory. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a common thing. Well, no, <laughs> like I, that's what I their role was. You had said. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> 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 I didn't just make it up. I swear. Yeah, yeah you can, like, under, because you're doing art, basically you're performing. You can basically more or less say anything mm-hmm. nowadays they're trying that's to change right. that yeah 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 but, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's right I've read yeah. something though in like North Korea mm-hmm. um, that if artists fuck up they'll get <laughs> like mm. fucking oh yeah sent yeah to because they can say stuff yeah potentially right. get killed yeah 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 I'm sure yeah. I mean it's crazy Neon Neon Myanmi? Myanmi. <laughs> she was saying that there's a radio station. You have a radio and there's only one station. Yeah. And you have to have it on all the time. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's a trip. That detail really Just, got me. Yeah. Like, uh, it's always <laughs> there. It's like yeah, hypnosis. It is exactly that. It's yeah. Manipulation. Uh-huh. Yeah, one station all did the time. You, so did you read her book or mm-hmm. anything? So I went through her book. It's really good. Mm. And um, I listened to the audio book. But she's saying at the end, it's not really a spoiler alert, but, you know. But <laughs> she gets out and she's okay. No, but one of, the, one of the people in, you know, the, the people that she knew um, was from this prominent family. And the dad was a, um, he was some sort of agricultural scientist that, you know, was mm-hmm. pretty high up as far as the class because there's, kind of a class structure, right? Cast, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, cast. Mm-hmm. And um, so there was a bad harvest one year and he was fucking blamed for it. And so it's multi-generational that your family gets fucked. It's not just you and your kids get fucked. It's their kids and the kids of their kids and the kids of their kids. So they got fucked on this. So now they're, I think the dad got sent um, to a camp and then the family was all sent to different labor, you know, um, mm. camps and towns and right. just like, cause there's towns that are also like class. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm lower saying? class town. You're yeah, in you this get town some, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like Where they like burn. If you're not able to be a family unit, then your purpose is elsewhere and you decide that. Man, mm-hmm. it's fucking dark. Up. They were even saying in that book that they uh, would collect like human shit because yeah. they use that for super fertilizer. valuable right it was yeah like so valuable, you, can, you don't right. even own your own fucking waste <laughs> like your yeah. Body, yeah. <laughs> right it's mine uh-huh. <laughs> Get out of my body i get to keep it it's right. going on my my, 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 my shit my yeah. choice <laughs> exactly. yeah. i choose what i do with it mm-hmm. <laughs> well this some people would call um not a very good behavior uh, because to make uh, I I saw these uh, sorry I'm losing my train of thought but I saw these memes that we're talking about or these people not memes they would you know how people can write their notes on Instagram so you just see like a 
quote or something, and they're saying like, basically non-PC behavior is not validating other people's feelings, et cetera. You know, so what you just said, they would consider as you're yeah. attacking me, you're canceling me on your <laughs> yeah, basically on our own show. I'm getting canceled. <laughs> Damn. I was okay, so I was actually thinking about that, and. Because, like, I talk shit a lot to Amanda. Amanda and I will throw around some, like, phone insults when we're communicating, you know, if I need to recover class or something. <laughs> you know, it's always followed with a knock, and then she'll always return mm. some sort of thing. A lot of times it's racial, so I'll call her, like, a cracker or, <laughs> right. you know, whatever. Right. So A turf. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that... Yeah, basically. <laughs> That if somebody like just heard me who didn't know me, I was thinking, God damn, they must they would think that I'm a pretty horrible person. Well, it's like, funny that like insults can be a term of endearment or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like talking shit. If someone talks shit to you, that's like a compliment as a guy. Yeah. Because yeah. then he's like your boy, you know? Well, that's like when Lindsay like hugged Tim when we were sparring one time, mm-hmm. right? Because right. Tim <laughs> caught me with a good shot and I called yeah. him a fag. And <laughs> fucking, like, it was just she clean. It was like it. clean as fuck. You know, it was one of those shots where my hands were open and I'm starting to get a little bit of that shoulder rolling going. And he just, like, looked at me and fired off one of those really fast jabs or something. And I was just like, oh, you fag. You know, what else can you do? Right, right, right. So she was, like, crushed. Mm-hmm. It was this huge deal. Like, I had to sit there and explain to her. I'm like, look. First of all, this is a fucking MMA jiu-jitsu academy. Mm-hmm. So it's got an energy that's going to have a strong male influence to it. That's just the way combat is. It's just the way fighting is. Military, you know, mm. through centuries, through histories. Even, and, and here's the thing, that a lot of, like, Alexander the Great was gay or had concubines, male concubines. So maybe he was bi. So it doesn't, it's not even that. It's the toughness that goes with it, right? right? It's not about, right? It's, it's not even about that. Right. That doesn't word, even that word a, in that moment didn't mean that. Well, yeah, because I was right. going to say, if anything, it's giving it a positive connotation because Tim <laughs> got you, like, his, he was doing a was, masculine yeah. thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, you're basically complimenting. <laughs> him, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's right. what I had to explain. That's so interesting about I, how I use language exact, is like that. Yeah. 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 I use the exact term, you know, word. That's, mm. it's a endearment. I'm right. like yeah, yeah. letting him know, fuck, right. yeah, that was yeah. quick. I couldn't get out of the way, whatever right. the accolades. So there's there's the whole problem maybe yeah. with like a hate speech or whatever. It's like language is never like one thing, mm-hmm. right? Like a word never like, it's well, it's it a little ambiguous what it means. Like yeah. With, yeah. Like you're just voicing the word so you take all the emotion out, all the intention out yeah. and you just have the word. Right. And then how about the fact like something we all know that those are the funny words. Right. Like, fag, yeah. fag is funny. It is. Pussy's funny. Right. Retarded hilarious. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Those great. are all the funny words. So how about how much of the fact that it is funny is also why it's offensive? You know what I mean? It's like, mm. it's like, uh, well, look you know, at most comedians that right. are really funny. Yeah. Like, well, comedy, somebody's getting offended right. if they're so on the So comedy fucking, is kind yeah. of about being offended or like using, you know that thing like mm-hmm. you're you're being offensive to your friend even though it's like the opposite you're doing the opposite you know what i mean yeah so there's some like it's the same thing 
you know, like funny and offensive or somehow related. And that's why everybody that wants to cancel a comedian, they, they're not funny. They don't even laugh. They, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let alone be funny. They don't even they don't know what funny See, is. That's offensive. And it made us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But that that is the truth, and that's with all of these problems. When you look at like race, right? And that's one of the big rallying cries right now of this uh, culture war. It's like they put it in such a place where you can't be funny with it, mm. right? Mm -hmm. But it's funny as fuck, right? Right? I mean, it's just so they're trying to be like, no, it's not. Right? And it's not. You've got to be above it, right? right. <laughs> but this is the primal versus trying to get to that level of. We talk about it. It shows itself mm. in so many different ways. Of I'm above everything. It like, is that thing. Elite, people want to be right? above everything yeah. too quick. Right. It's like you'll get there. Mm -hmm. You're right. It is similar yeah. to that thing. Yeah, they're looking down at it's always like the working class people use that language yeah. or whatever. That was my favorite part of Chappelle's special. Uh, the, I'm spoiler alert the, <laughs> the closer when he says, uh, Please stop punching down on my people, right? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, 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 uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> right. And then the thing with you know, it's like he speaks so much truth with that stuff, yeah, you know, like yeah. it's like to me. I get more, I get, I mean, you know, it's not even comparable with listening to a politician talk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are they even saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, they're, it's this big, they're just playing a game. It's, they're just like a, put it, how, did you see, how about the one, did you see Kamala talking to the kids yeah, or whatever? Thing. Yeah. So first I see it and it's just weird as fuck. She has that, uh. So that uh what's it called the uh uncanny valley thing where she seems like a robot mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> so <is the> president. <laughs> to me it's so fake that it's like a robot mm -hmm. right and then to find out that the kids are like actors too mm -hmm. so it's all this like why uh, it's it's bizarre yeah it's like but it bizarre. was bizarre because i was yeah. watching it right even without knowing I knew that, right? what was going on yeah. like i came in and uh aaron had it on or something so mm -hmm. i came in <laughs> as that was playing yeah. so you know i'm listening to it watching it and just kind of like the fuck is this and then <laughs> you know she starts to tell me the the whole thing mm -hmm. yeah 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 so so yeah so politicians it's all like this fake play you know what i mean yeah everything is just what they think they want people to think they think and and here's the thing though it seems like a lot of people fucking understand that they do that right right mm -hmm. but then why do they still support something like this to me is the the most recent absurd thing we're gonna go after billionaires right so we're gonna check every six hundred dollar transaction <laughs> yeah it's like that doesn't even make sense. There's like no logic behind that. It's like, well, why don't you do every two hundred thousand dollar transaction then, mm -hmm. two hundred fifty thousand dollar transaction? Because you're not going to have like, you know what I'm saying? Those are going to be the real transactions that you're going to be after, not those right. little six hundred. And then they, you know, arbitrarily said, well, it'll be between six hundred and ten thousand, right? But it only has to go through your bank as a transaction, right? Uh, it can be cum cumulative or it can be transaction, right? Okay. If the account has 
that much activity in it. That's mm-hmm. the words that they're using now, at least that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And then to my understanding is activity is over the fiscal year. Well, everybody's going to have $10,000 in their account mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. So that just means they get to see everything. They get to see that, everything. It, and we all know like, what it means, though. We're we going to get the billionaires, right? And yeah, everybody that, knows that. It's like, yeah, it's for us the but, hustlers trying to make money, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, with on the side. Yeah. But think of how many people that fucks and how many of those people are cheering it on, right? It fucks every waiter, waitress, mm-hmm. bartender, mm-hmm. right? Valet. All the gig economy yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Anybody who, mm-hmm. fuck, man, even if you do like custom painting and they mm-hmm. tip you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All mm-hmm. of those things, it's like yeah. now you've got somebody mm-hmm. who can see access. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then... Like Yellen, that little troll-looking fucking lady. You know who she is, mm. Janet Yellen? She's like the uh, um, Fed chief, right? Hmm. Okay. So what, what she was saying is that um, she's like, but we assure you that we're not going to be looking into, you know, hmm. everybody's bank accounts. But right. she's like, but we need to make sure... By having mm. access to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Something to that effect, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what it was. It's like the right. NSA saying, yeah. we're not going to spy on everybody. Yeah. We right. just have to have access to everybody's <laughs> things in case we need to spy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. People cheer this shit on. Right. Yeah, I remember like hearing, because I wasn't into politics, but back at the Patriot Act times... And I was a little bit more just conspiracy minded. I wasn't really paying up, you know, I would yeah. get into the conspiracy, but not so much the politics. And you would hear people say that, oh, they put this stuff in terrorism and then that can take away freedoms. And, and now I get to see it. Right. Because I didn't, you know, I wasn't paying attention before. And now you could see how, oh, OK, one little inch. And then a, a year later it gets used for what it said it wasn't going to be there for or whatever. And then it, another inch goes and then how that never gets taken back that whole aspect. Mm-hmm. Right. Or even how like Australia, like how some people there at least think it's like a good idea what's going on. It could, because like, let's say if the government had all those powers, mm-hmm. right. But they do a good job. People are like, Oh, okay. Then but it makes never sense. In the history of the world done a good job. Or there was never like a time of like crisis and problems. It was like such a, uh, what's the word, like good times that mm-hmm. that there wasn't, the freedoms that they didn't have weren't being uh, taken advantage of, mm-hmm. right? And then, it, and then something like this happens and then it's like, oh, you know, I saw some video this morning, some guy on the beach, some dude surfing mm-hmm. and there's cops going up to him all and being like, you're not it's essential you don't have essential outside privileges or Where is that like in <laughs> Australia somewhere in Australia yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. right and you can't even show those videos on uh, Facebook yeah. right? Facebooks they like made all like right? <laughs> tightening up that's what that's that, such a trip oh that's right I don't know but that's what that whole three percent is right Mm. Only 3% fought the fucking British. Mm. Everybody else reaps the fucking rewards. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those things that, Mm. like, there's going to be a few that stand up. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. everybody knows, but it's like Nazi Germany. How the fuck did that happen? Because there was, most Germans were not for that. Right. So what did they do? And a lot of them knew things that were going on they just wanted to pretend and believe 
that that wasn't the case because then if you acknowledge it, you're either a shit bag because you do nothing or you have to stand up. Mm-hmm. But if you pretend it doesn't exist, doesn't exist. I don't have to. Yeah, make and then that it's choice. and then there's like little, like I imagine it. There's like little. You take little steps again. You know, all you of like, these little steps. You like, don't say no to something, mm-hmm. and then that becomes oh, you have to say this thing, and the, you know, and it's like yeah. uh, a progression. I really want to read that. Um, the the what is it the the rise and the fall of the third reich you heard of that book mm-hmm. seems like everybody reads that book yeah. for nazi history but it's like five books long yeah my, you know, I, I have a hard time getting through 150 I had it pages at one like it <laughs> was like all separate books cool yeah that's really how i was seeing bound. it sold yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but i lost, um, uh, mm, lost uh-huh. it throughout the years maybe that'd be a good one on tape audio book yeah 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 uh-huh yeah yeah, because I, I want to know that stuff. And, and I listen to podcasts, and you mm-hmm. get little bits. Like, podcasts are great for, like, distilled ideas. Mm-hmm. But details, you know, yeah. unless it's, like, Dan Carlin. That's why audiobooks yeah. are great, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. listening to the Gulag Archipelago. Are you? See, that's yeah. the other one I got to get into. That's another one. Fucking yeah, it is 18 dark, pages, man. 1,800 pages long or something. And it's, like, tiny, tiny print. It's not, like, <laughs> right. big fucking yeah, yeah. print that you can get through. Like, reading a Jocko book. Have you guys read a Jocko book? No. Nah. It's, like, big print. Uh-huh. At least the one right. that I read. It wasn't right. the... Uh, um, I read his other one, but this was one of his more recent ones, and mm-hmm. it's kind of written in a little bit more artistic-y kind of way, not okay. so right. formal. It's not just, like, dense yeah. information. And you can, right. I read that book, like... Right. In mm-hmm. 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? 45 minutes. Right. It's cool. It's got a lot of little mm-hmm. sayings and ideas. Right. But supposedly, it wasn't that. It's right. like supposedly, little uh, like magnifying right. glass fucking yeah. print. And supposedly that dude wrote that in his head while mm-hmm. he's like locked up. And he had it all like written out in his head. He, well, was, he was just sitting there like I think that's what makes like, people survive those situations, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. you got to be, from my understanding of reading about those you you can't like be human in the regards of having the emotions and having mm. you know you got to find something that you can focus on and mm. get yourself through that. and he was a, a you know uh, a unique person yeah too like you have to be a genius I think, as well like you need think, that and then you also need to be i think like, anybody who survived those and came out mentally intact mm. was probably a unique person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people didn't. Right. And a lot yeah. of people that did right. were just fucking ruined. Mm-hmm. But supposedly so. he even had like a big role in actually the fall of uh-huh. of everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was one of the first ones to write something about uh-huh. it. Um, yeah. And then he like went around the world. Something. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And then I was also reading about like Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm. Like that whole thing. What was I? I was reading about this band. And it was, uh, God, uh, the something plastic. And they were like this illegal music group or whatever. And there was like a whole revolution going on in Czechoslovakia. And there's this other guy. Yeah, that's what it was. Because I was like looking up these. Was this like at the same fall era. of the Soviet yeah, Union era? Yeah, somewhere around uh, there. Like maybe the a little Gorbachev later. Era? Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe like Gorbachev. Yes, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, not like uh, Solzhenitsyn era. Like, uh-huh. yeah, a little yeah. later. Um, and there was this other really poetic writer back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I maybe just put his book on a list. Um, but he's another one of the guys like Solzhenitsyn that everybody says to read. Mm-hmm. And then he actually became the president. Yeah. And so this band, though, they like locked up this band. They got arrested. They were like the ones like 
trying to speak the truth to everybody mm-hmm. and they end up all getting arrested they have like a album out now you know if you look them up that the only one that they have is like mm-hmm. from you know recently or whatever mm-hmm. um but it seems like yeah that that was an interesting story over there too that's the risky mm-hmm. thing right being mm-hmm. the three percent is mm-hmm. that's what you got to be willing to endure mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. going to prison going to you know when they were putting forced, it on the they line. were forced into it so yeah. then at that point they're just like trying to stay alive and yeah. then and then you just happen to be writing this book in your brain yeah right you know it's not like he like chose he's he's not like oh i'm gonna fight for my you know children yeah. or whatever yeah but think of how that's going right now because we're slowly being forced into it look at these airline um you know like the flight, southwest yeah, thing or cancellations the, yeah, yeah heard the, they're right. trying to say it has nothing to do, with, to do with the weather or something right saying, uh, and then hurricane biden many you know <laughs> other people that are saying and then something like otherwise. what was it it was a huge number of people of i heard like something almost like half of their pilots are unvaccinated some huge percentage yeah. i think it was like right? almost 70 percent is that I'm right because uh, yeah. they were saying uh, mm. most of the pilots are ex-military and a okay. lot of them were yeah, you would think, yeah. I was, I was, and then when they said that, I was like, oh, how did United get to 97% or whatever? A lot of New York nurses, too. Uh-huh. You know, they said, right. like, what, 70,000? Yeah. Up and in just in one place, you were saying. That was only New York? The state of New York, yeah. That's so yeah. crazy. That's a lot of people. So I heard 4.5 or 4.2 million people left their jobs in August. Mm-hmm. So who knows, like, September. I just saw John Deere workers, apparently, or there's, like, a mass strike happening right now. They're mm-hmm. all walking out due mm-hmm. to the same thing and then the was, exodus there was one other like big industry like mm-hmm. that that that's doing the same thing right mm-hmm. now too see this is i mean this is interesting because i've always been this is where i guess like the liberal part of me is i've always been against the 9 to 5 you know what i'm saying that idea of having this set place that you go to that you do that's kind of your decision you know because obviously you're not forced to work there but you might not really have any options once you get in there and then you're kind of stuck in the grind i've always been against that life you know looking out at traffic at seven o'clock in the morning you know mm-hmm. and then yeah. it's coming back at five thirty at night it seems unnatural mm-hmm. but anyway however yeah. <laughs> this mass exodus from the workforce it's like everything else with progressives, right? Because this is kind of a progressive idea right now, you could say. There's a lot of things, you know, at least contributing it, leaning that way. Is that it happens too fucking fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We have a pandemic and then all of a sudden, like what people are really going to struggle with from things that I've been hearing and reading is a supply shortage coming up. Mm-hmm. Because if you've got truckers and if you got like Amtrak, I think just had to cancel several of their um you know like trains right um, there's like that was cargo the ships was cargo ships yeah, can't the, unload the, the, the yeah. railroads union union workers whatever okay. yeah they're uh-huh. they're planning like uh-huh. a mass exodus right now too so right yeah. so you got all of these people who are like fuck whether it's for the vaccine or whether it's for the new you know like i don't want to get stuck into working my life away kind of mm-hmm. interest um and then it's also we're gonna have like, some problems yeah and then it's also free money unemployment yeah. well, see, can't can't get kicked out of your place so it's like on both sides you have this whole thing about like not man. working and leaving the and workforce this is a hard right? place because this is what i see right mm-hmm. and i've seen this for a while i know a few people who are on full disabilities mm. 
and they're very capable people, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that the disabilities weren't necessary um, for a point. Mm. But what happens is they get trapped then into this disability right. mindset. And then they can't right? get a job. They can't take they a can't. side job. They like that would right. help them, you know, like have right. some mental health because oh it's going to fuck with my yep. my fucking food stamps Correct. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. I've yep. seen it happen. These too. are yeah. these are military benefits and mm. you know the thing is it's like it's not enough to really do well on but it's too much to just give up. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And it and there's creates the thing this, about yeah when you mentality. when you just take from yeah you get something for free or whatever and we're doing that so that same thing mm -hmm. like going back I haven't seen anybody really successful who does that and I'm talking not financially not life mm -hmm. not whatever yeah. Yeah. okay because it keeps you in this victim's mindset but mm -hmm. I have seen and it. why would you do anything. If you don't yeah. have a reason to do it. Yeah. Like if you're like, eh, you know, fuck yeah. Totino's pizzas. I don't need a job. Buying, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But then you never do anything. But then you, you don't learn do a skill. You, you know, mindset like, yeah, yeah, that, that you're, yeah. you're taking care of. You're mm -hmm. dependent yeah, on things. Right. And, you know, I think this past year and a half when they did that for this, you know, COVID bullshit mm -hmm. is... Uh, that's interesting. It, it set a pattern. A year right. and a half is a long fucking mm -hmm. time for people to have that. And then mm -hmm. you also got the idea of the pandemic. You know, people are probably like, oh, what am I doing with my life? You know, kind there's of thing. There's a lot of that. Like, and then there's a lot of why are we in an office building? Yeah. What's yeah. the point of this? And I think like, all of those <laughs> things are great. You know, those. Yeah. those right. Um, there's good but things in there. it's all happening at once. Mm -hmm. And so, again, with a lot of these progressive ideas is they want it too much too fast and you don't have any room then to recover and you don't we also don't see the effects of you know the mm -hmm. the mid mm -hmm. to long-term effects of things right it's yeah. always this now it's the same thing with this fucking jab it's like a lot of people are saying it's safe it's safe but mm -hmm. look at how many things years later mm -hmm. are oh this, I this bet, fuck a lot of people up. i bet there's like <laughs> you know yeah i bet there's a uh, like the same way that we have we have ADD in general mm -hmm. for like you know now it's like like TikTok shit it's like ten seconds yeah. you know you know you just fucking swiping the same way you would have we have like ADD in terms of like long life long <laughs> it just, right just like last life. year is a fucking for it's so long ago mm -hmm. right like with the time that you know say like you know the people were saying that they're not going to get vaccinated because it's Trump's thing mm -hmm. and then now what they're saying now you know what i mean like Yo, how long ago that feels you know what i mean that you I, don't even remember it i know? brought that up, just as a side note i brought that up to my, my parents because <clears throat> last time i was down there and I, I we don't really like get too heated about this stuff but i just i've slowly i've just been trying to challenge my parents thinking on things because they're so my mom's always been rachel mad out this rachel mad out mm -hmm. that and mm -hmm. Uh, you know, they've just been anti-Fox, everything, like, fuck Trumpers, all this stuff. And so um, I just, I, I, I was like, so, so you guys remember when Trump was about to roll out the vaccine, I said, you, a lot of people were saying they didn't want to take it. I said, would you guys have taken the vaccine so willingly mm -hmm. had it been under Trump's administration? Mm -hmm. and my mom was like, 
probably not. Oh wow, she's and I, honest. Yeah, oh, and I was, cool. I was just like, right. so I said. I bet so a lot why? of people couldn't even know what they actually would do. They well, wouldn't I, even know. They I don't think she I mean? meant to answer so okay. quickly and so honestly because then <laughs> yeah. I was like, so then why did all of a sudden it change two months later when Biden was in office? I said it's yeah. not like it was a different vaccine. Right. I said what What's the difference? And she yeah. was like. Well, and she like starts to go down. I was like, yeah. so I was like, but you're telling me you wouldn't have taken it. You wouldn't have trusted it if it was under mm-hmm. Trump. And she yeah, was just like, well, yeah. I don't know. I just haven't really thought about that. And then she started trying to backtrack and everything. <laughs> and she, wow. uh, she started yeah. like getting real nervous and stuff. And I was like, mom, why are you getting anxious right now? Oh, I was wow, like, we're, yeah. we're just having a discussion. You did know, I was like, yeah, yeah, they, they both did. But, um, and they were like trying to push me for a while. And I think they finally accepted. I'm not going to take it, but, uh, they're not like, mad about it though or no they just i think they i think for a while they worried that i my brother went down the queue hole for a little bit last year and so i think they were worried i was like going that route i was like look i was like i'm not in into the you know necessarily the conspiracy side of things i was like but there's something very wrong going on here yeah yeah now the queue hole is like yeah yeah maybe Uh, it wasn't such a hole yeah it was like well, I started you know, like obvious. telling her about the critical race theory and stuff. She had mm-hmm. no idea that like right. a lot of this stuff was even going on. And then I showed them videos of what was happening in Australia. And then both of them just like kind of really? mentally shut off. Like neither mm-hmm. of them wanted to talk about anything after that. It was, yeah, it was like, like some because you nerve. pretend it doesn't happen, then you don't have to. This is the thing because my parents are in the same thing. My brother is. My sister kind of wavers, um, but they want to fucking deny. So if they deny it's not real, then they don't have to fucking face the realities. My dad, I was telling him that I went down to these demonstrations multiple times, the Black Lives Matter demonstrations in Denver. And so um, I was going down to gather intel and see what's actually happening. I wanted to know. And I'm down there with another guy. And I don't look like a fucking Antifa guy. I get it. But... I wasn't wearing anything that, I mean, I pretty much was wearing this, right? This is how I dress, right? This is my winter gear. But the, the hat gave you away. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, fucking, there's Antifa guys all over, black clad, dressed with their helmets, with their shields, with their fucking, mm-hmm. you know, spray and all of that bullshit that they're carrying. Little skinny mm-hmm. fucks. Right? You could tell an Antifa guy. I mean, that's their uniform. You got to be like under 125 pounds. <laughs> but, <laughs> but seriously, so. Or like over 300. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, big ones in those, California. Are, those are the handlers, I think. So, anyway, we're. I'm standing there with this one dude, and, um, you know, we're just kind of chilling. And there's this guy that's just fucking staring us down. And I'm like, you know, I'm talking to my you know, friend. I'm like, do you see that guy staring us down? He's like, dude, I can feel him staring us down. I mean, mm-hmm. his intentions were fucking, mm-hmm. you know, um, not yeah. friendly. So I'm like, let's step back a little bit into the trees and just kind of see, you know. So we just kind of backed off. And 10, 15 seconds later, this dude comes up with... 10 of these fucking Antifa guys. They had all their shit. I'm telling my dad that, and he refuses to believe it. He thinks that they're fucking, like, um, Proud Boy infiltrators or something. I'm like, 
They're mm. proud boys aren't 120 fucking pounds. <laughs> you know, they're bigger. They, so he thought they were proud boys. Yeah, he's like he's trying to say that it's right. like the, the proud I came across boys it and too. the yeah. fucking right wingers yeah. that are infiltrating, yeah. and those are the ones that are that's, that's a, that's making a these. Yeah. Um, you know, I tried like, to talk to someone about it, and yeah. it was right after Biden said they weren't a group or whatever yeah. he said. Remember that they're not an organization yeah. or whatever. And I was because I we you know we were they watching were videos organized as fuck. Yeah, and we were watching the videos all last summer. Yeah. You know, but my girl Antifa like, wasn't. An yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, what about Antifa? for like just like you know we're yeah. just talking or whatever and they were like they're not an organization you know and i was like what like <laughs> what do you even mean by that you know like they just wanted to deny that they, they even deny. existed like and it was weird if, if yeah. they are acknowledged that they exist then it's just you know it's pocket, just a couple kids. Pocket troublemakers. Right, yeah, and that's yeah. not what I saw because I saw yeah. vehicles dropping them off after the rally ended mm. and the guys that came up after us mm. were standing in front forming shields they had yeah, their yeah. shields right. standing in tactics. front of the speakers yeah. right they and have all kinds of tactics. the guy who came after us drew those guys some of those mm -hmm. guys right. with him so right. they're the fucking well, what soldiers think, what do you think about like how antifa and proud boys uh -huh. like they go and like they meet up and they like larp yeah right they uh, live action role play yeah. or whatever how do they you know what I mean? Well, they fight. Oh yeah, they but fight. it's always like kind of a fight. Like I remember seeing one at the like right before the election. Yeah. And there's two lines. You know, like there are two armies. Yeah. And they came up and were like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, eight feet apart from each other. And then once in a while, one would break through the lines, and you know, all she would have, and every, you know, no punch would land or whatever. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> you know. Uh, what I mean? See, I've seen several where those Antifa guys have gotten leveled. Uh -huh. There's like, there's some nice ones like that, but it was <laughs> it was it was equal. It yeah. was like you know one for yeah. one the whole time because uh -huh. there were a lot of fat proud boys too. I mean sure. you're right. They on average, but even a you know, fat dude hitting a for for a sure small for sure. Dude, but it's all I'm saying though mad. is it's like but they're not really going at each other. It's well, there's, right, there's there's, a, so it's an element of play. So it's yeah. almost like larping civil war. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, well, I you know what I'm saying? It's like, see, you know, there's something about yeah. it that is that though. It's like, a, it's a fake civil war. Well, they're but, and those to, are the two sides. They're trying to antagonize, you know? but I'm just telling you from experience, these guys, and this is Denver. This isn't a hardcore place. These guys on both sides, because mm -hmm. the the group that I was getting, you know, down there for a couple people that I knew were in this like Patriot group. And so they wanted me to, to work with some of those guys, right? Um, teaching them our niece and um, how to use batons and stuff like that. So before I connected with this group, I didn't want to fucking be part of, you know, a hardcore right wing group or anything like that. So I wanted to see how they conducted themselves. And then I wanted to see what was really going on with these Antifa guys. These guys on both sides are fucking for real. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to antagonize. But mm -hmm. what I saw in this, and this was in the heat of George Floyd, right, is they're just trying to get one person, they're trying to get one side to fucking attack. And right. um, that's the, part of the tactic. The Patriot yeah. group, mm -hmm. they're really tight on that discipline because I'm hearing their, you know, operation order. I'm sitting there listening to what they're talking about doing. And that was one of the things that they stressed. They're like, look, 
doesn't matter if they spit on you, they you know do whatever. Unless you are physically assaulted, mm-hmm. you gotta restrain because that's, all that's eyes so are on about you. It. So to I, make it yeah. that oh, see these right wingers fucking attack. Right, it's so interesting. Right? So I got this book. I think it's called Beautiful Trouble, and it's like about like protest tactics mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. The cover is like a hammer that's a megaphone. Right, mm. <laughs> and and those tactics are really because I was like watching that with Antifa mm-hmm. in the summer last year. Yeah, it's like all they're trying to do is provoke the police to do something, mm-hmm. and then the police, all they're doing is resisting doing anything too over the line, mm-hmm. and it's this weird game yeah. that's being played. And so, and then protesters, like if you think about, like I saw this one BLM march, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they were like getting in front of cars that like they're like going onto the highway. Yeah. And this girl just gets in front of a truck and then just stands there. Yeah. And so they're like, a tactic is being annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's a tactic mm-hmm. to like try to piss you off by just being well, like to draw like you into the fight. Exactly. Right? It's like they're using like toddler tactics. But here's but the it's thing. like but it's like it's smart though. Yeah. It's like almost on purpose, or they train. They're like some. They have some annoying person, and they and they like support that. And they're yeah. like, yes, like learn to use that. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. And they use those like tactics to try to make the other side cross the line. Uh-huh. Then it's on video, right. and then that goes around. But that's the thing, though. What's going to happen is this is a powder keg, in my opinion. Yeah. Going, right. You know, because like yeah. in Somalia, we were in a fucking riot where we had to fix bayonets onto our weapons. I carried a saw, so I didn't get to put a bayonet on my weapon but i mean everybody who carried an m16 or an m203 had a fucking bayonet on their weapon we're pushing people off with our butt strokes they brought in a helicopter Mm -hmm. to fucking blow people off of us with the rotor wash right so crazy and here's the thing though when you got crowds like that is all it's going to take is one mm-hmm. thing right. to kick it into this uncontrollable mass. And that's what the whole time was last yeah. year. It was like all on the edge. The whole yeah. time it's like on the edge. And then right. a couple times like Rittenhouse and then some other dude gets killed yeah. by an Antifa guy. Uh-huh. You know, um, and like there's been a couple moments. Yeah, where it's almost uh, like gone to there's, that point. There's been over the lines like on the sides. Uh-huh. You know, the dude that got kicked in the head, remember? And he was like, I don't even know what happened to him because so mm-hmm. many things happened, you know? Yeah, the guy, he got his head stopped. Yeah, and yeah. Like, it was horrible. And, but yeah. that was just on the side, mm-hmm. you know, because he, like, drove through a fucking protest because he's like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, you know, whatever that one guy in Dallas got shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming after he was carrying, you know, he mm-hmm. was open carrying. And, yeah. So uh, it is crazy. Uh, there's a lot of, like, BLM people now being, like, anti Antifa, mm-hmm. you know, because they're fucking up their thing. They're like, right. "Why are you coming in here, lynching a fire and breaking <laughs> windows?" We're trying to like, we, you know, and so there's fights between that yeah. now. That's know? good because Antifa would, well, you know, they're like organized protesters. It's there's, I think there's a lot of groups. It's well, not there's just organized Antifa. protesters, and then there's the soldiers. The Antifa, yeah, 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 yeah. The they're extremists. They're there's like they're like legit. violent extremists. Yeah, they're the brown and, shirts. Yeah, yeah, and that's what people yeah. don't understand. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's if you look at Nazi history, if you look at Soviet history, if you look at Mao's history, this has all happened. People like 
I've heard so many people say, oh, you can't compare it to those things. And that's like, well, what the fuck do you think? It happened like one day it was good and then all of a sudden it was like right, Jews right. are getting mm-hmm. fucking carted off in, you know, trains. Mm-hmm. It like little, yeah. little, little, Exactly. Little, so that's what we need to learn from. all of that yeah. power. Even if it wasn't mm-hmm. like a big deal, like yeah. as, as like, let's say dramatic as it is right now, yeah. it would still be good to look at those beginning parts. Like right. that's so you can prevent it. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, well, they're we're there looking at the end." You know, yeah. Who's, yeah. there's no Hitler. Yeah, it's like, well, what about everything well, else? What about right. in fucking? Right. How do we know that Beto O'Rourke isn't fucking the future Hitler, or fucking somebody on the right mm-hmm. isn't the future right. Hitler? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hitler wasn't Hitler. He was on Time Magazine. At that point. He was the greatest man of the year on Time Magazine. <laughs> yeah. Right? What? Hitler was like in 42 or something. No shit. Yeah. And then it was like he's like. I got yeah, it now. I got right. the stats. I got yeah. the I think he even came trend. here and then like talked to Congress <laughs> once, I think. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. But so that's, those are the things that people, they don't see the long game. That's why China has positioned themselves and Russia have positioned themselves where they have because we look at everything right now and not the long game of things. You know, people get so... Um, they don't have like the endurance for difficulties. And I I kind of think that that's going to be tested here pretty soon if mm. supply, you know, chains right. are as disrupted as they And it's, already, it's they already beginning to be like there's, I could say in my life, I can mm-hmm. feel it. There's just like a little bit of a, a little bit of more stress. Yeah. Just a little bit more, you know, like in the, the Batman, like yeah. the Batman movie, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the uh, Dark Knight or whatever, that one. Yeah, the but, the score is just one note the whole time. Whenever oh, yeah. Joker shows up, oh, yeah. it's just me, and then it just doesn't go away. <laughs> it's like so tense. But anyway, I feel like it's like that. I had check this out. Like yesterday, uh, so I have one student that still were outside in masks, right? And you know, and this is one of those instances where I don't, you know, like I, I respect how you're able to talk to people and like you know what I mean. But I feel like. I, I don't know how to, you know, sometimes I want to say something like, you know, so this is one of those moments and, and the kid's like, oh, it's, you know, it's my birthday on the first. We were talking about, you know, Halloween and stuff and his birthday's right after. And he's like, I was like, oh yeah, what are you going to do? And he's like, you know, I'll probably just try to forget that it even is my birthday because of COVID. Oh, and I was like, dang, shit. man. That was like, I was how like, old oh, is this kid? he'll be 10. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was like, what happened? What would you do last year for your birthday? Like, I felt kind of bad for asking that because I was going a little deeper. I was trying, I said some positive things yeah. first. And then I was like, well, what'd you do last year? You know? And he was like, you know, nothing. We like got a cake and pretended it was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, because you hear about, like, you wonder about the kids. And, and what was crazy is on the way there, um, I had a little bit of time because I, I have 15 minutes or whatever. My, and the other house is just two blocks away. So I parked and I'm like in the car and there's three or four kids walking up, having fun. They're like playing with this. They have some huge stick they got somewhere and they're like just cracking up and yeah. like having a great time. And they're walking down the street and I right as I get out of the car, they're walking by me. And then I see the kid and he's over there. He's got a hood on. It was kind of cold yesterday. His mask. And he's just like watching the kids like have fun. So his parents <laughs> like yeah. letting him or do you yeah. Think, yeah. I mean he gets to go to school now. Uh-huh. He didn't at all last year, at least uh, that. You gets know what I mean? To go to school. Yeah. Right. Crazy. And he's on like he like 
play soccer or something. Uh-huh. So at least like he is around, you know. Yeah. And they like they came to a show uh, that like I did like a small outside thing uh-huh. with some of my students at someone's house. And across uh-huh. the street there was like a, a bouncy castle uh-huh. that was like water and the kids were like, like in their swimsuits and stuff. Yeah. And he was like really wanting to go over there, and I, I could tell it was this weird thing for them. And they let him. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, oh man, to them it's like this huge risk that they took. They're yeah. like, oh, I guess we're just gonna take this risk today that he can play when it's like in a like... pool or whatever. Uh, and, but isn't mm. this fucked up though? This is the thing that you know why I say people don't look at the big picture because the stress that that kid is under, yeah. right, mm. makes it way more likely than that he would get the illness hmm. and suffer from it mm-hmm. than if he fucking just took off his mask and played and right. was happy and being a kid. Right. I mean, it, mm. it's so fucking ridiculous. But then. Mm-hmm. This idea that it's safe, and the fucking cloth masks—they they don't, don't even work. work anyway, right? I know. So, so that's what I don't like. So it's like <laughs> you know. So I have this problem. Check it out. This is kind of interesting. So I'm going to do a show at a venue, and I'm going to have maybe 20 students play something like that, mm-hmm. and all their parents. So there'll be like 100 people there. And a couple of them are a little iffy, including this family, but mm-hmm. it's more, this one's not even going to come. Yeah. If it's inside, they're not coming. Yeah. This other one may be slightly more mm-hmm. okay about it. So they asked me if, every, if I'm going to have everybody wear masks. Mm-hmm. And, and so the, to me, this is a, a dilemma, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, in my mind, they probably work a little bit, but not nearly as mm-hmm. much as people think, especially the cloth masks. So a little yeah. bit of it is just like well, some the, game we're N95, playing. N95, like surgical yeah. masks work a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they work. The, the N95 that seals uh-huh. work okay. Right. But even and, the even the studies, though, are a little, you know, it's like they're showing that the ones that have, there's been some that they, it doesn't work or they yeah. didn't see any difference well, 5% between. 5% is what the they Bangladesh. Say was the max. Yep. Okay. And that's the only uh-huh. conclusive. There's, yeah, right. Study out there. So in my mind, though, I still think they might be work a little bit. You know? <laughs> That's because you can't fucking, it's like, I can't. Well, say okay, it. Just the logic of it. What about the logic of it? Like, it's something in front of your face. It makes some sense. Like, no, it doesn't. You know, it, it, I would say it <laughs> no. works against the flu. Maybe it's uh-huh. brought the flu numbers down. Right. And if that's the argument we're going to have right but i don't even get how it it works like so you still breathe right with a mask on Uh so let's say there's virus in the breath like maybe it could get stuck in the mask you know what I mean? Like it's going somewhere. It's probably getting yes. out. You know what well, I mean? Well, it goes or like, through. It's smaller. Uh-huh. Than right. So what happens with the Nim ninety five? Is it getting like lodged and and it's, like? You know what I mean? Because your air still gets maybe out. Maybe some. Right. But anyway, but this is getting a little too deep. Right. The droplets. They don't know. They yeah. Don't yeah. Know so maybe the cloth mask might design. a little bit of droplets. This is how I'm thinking. Well, whatever. Yeah. I think it might work a little bit, but <laughs> but I still think that it's more for show. I feel like it's for show, right? You be the judge. You choose if you want to wear a mask or not. Right. So that's right, one so option. Is it, well, I could just say not anything. Do. I could just say not. If I don't say anything, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. People who aren't comfortable are going to wear masks and people who are comfortable aren't. I'm fine with that. You know, I would be cool with that. Or just to like, you know, make people feel comfortable. So this is this thing. Like I was even talking with Phoenix about this, my, you know, my son. And he was saying that he would even be willing to take a risk of the vaccine, for instance, we were just kind of like talking about stuff and uh, he would be willing to take a risk uh, in order to make f- people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
that I was like, oh, you know, that's like, I don't know if that's like a, a good mathematical equation. Because we have some friends who, that he has some mm -hmm. really close friends that are very also like iffy about stuff. And they don't want to hang out with me or, mm -hmm. or Jade. Or yeah. I don't want, yeah, she's too young to be vaccinated. I guess it doesn't yeah. matter if I say that. Um, so They're trying to push it to 10. Um, yeah, are they? Mm -hmm. I thought it was yeah, yeah. 5 and 10. Yeah. 5 to 10? It's probably now like in the womb. Yeah, That's going to cause. Like, we need to inject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but all that thing, mm -hmm. taking the risk to help some other people feel comfortable. Right. Why do you have to do that, though? Like, why can't they take the risk to right. help you feel comfortable? Mm -hmm. in uh -huh. Right. Yeah. Well, it's you like, know, why isn't is that a, better uh -huh. than yeah. yours? Mm -hmm. so. Fucking so true. Right, because then you'd, you'd be made uncomfortable or whatever. Right. Yeah. But in, in his eyes, risk, he's like, well, I can take a little bit of discomfort in his eyes. Sure. You know, he's like, that's fine. Like, they're feeling this way. He's validating their mm -hmm. experience or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's the guilt right. fucking trip that's mm -hmm. put out there because, one, you can't comfort everybody. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so then you got to decide what's more important what's, as what's far worth as that it. Goes. Is, it is about, like... And yeah. think of the fuckery on the other side because... This is my opinion, and I said this to somebody recently, and this is going to be my new way of approaching it. So if somebody doesn't want to, let's say, come in and train because um, somebody's unvaccinated, mm. right, mm -hmm. and they're vaccinated, it's like they've got just as much distrust in the vaccine as mm. the person who's unvaccinated. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because if they trusted the vaccine they would understand mm -hmm. then it protects you it's i think got it, so nothing he, else. here's where i'm at like uh -huh. i think it does probably protect other people just again not as much as people think because i but, think but i why think so i think there is still some proof that it reduces slightly mm -hmm. the people's chance of getting it to the well, mask of the vaccine vaccine yeah. well here's the yeah. thing this is how they say you get it being indoors in tight quarters for long periods of time it seems so that's how that. you get it mm -hmm. right it's look at what was happening in florida texas the southern states in the summertime when people are fucking indoors a lot because it's hot as fuck mm. they had an increase in covid mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and you heard the media just talking about that you don't hear the media talking about that shit anymore well where's it going it's already moving and migrating up the northeast because why it's already getting fall people are starting to come indoors there's mm. more congestion and there's several people doctors who have said look you're going to see it in the winter time right fall winter where the northern places are going to have higher rates of this disease than the southern mm. so it reaffirms then what they're saying about the the saturation of the virus so People also got to be fucking smart, right? You got to say, okay, well, man, I got to, if I'm choosing to not be X, then maybe I don't go to places where there's a high concentration of people who feel a certain way. You know, maybe we got to say, mm -hmm. you know what? This environment, you know, is conducive to my you know, thinking. And so that's fine. I'm not going to cross these barriers, but that should be on both sides. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. what's happening mainly, this is the way that I see it 
is the people that are all pro fucking masks and vax and mm -hmm. all of that bullshit are trying to encroach mm -hmm. on these people's position. Right. It, it would be like if my gym, for instance, was, you know, like we didn't allow masks in here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, pretending like I really don't give a fuck if you guys have a vaccine or not. I'm not going to even ask you. Okay. So pretend that stuff is real. Well, then somebody who's super fucking, you know, like concerned about that, this isn't the place for you to even come in. Go mm -hmm. to the fucking well, place what's, down What's the interesting road. is like that most people in a normal situation, they, we cover that stuff with culture. We don't even need to say anything. Yeah. yeah. It's just like how people act in this but place. But you do whatever. nowadays but it's, with the but, whole right. woke thing. It, it goes yeah, yeah, beyond yeah. COVID. Mm -hmm. These are all, mm -hmm. yeah. these are, this is like such a brilliant thing right now and whether COVID was a um, opportunity that's being capitalized on or whether there was mm -hmm. some level of intent behind it, right? right? Um, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you could go down conspiracy rabbit holes, but regardless, all, yeah. by throwing like race and fucking the transgender issue and all of these things at it, it's it crazy, creates this yeah. environment mm -hmm. that yeah. it's like, if you don't go to that side, they're gonna try to fucking you know, mm -hmm. ostracize you, cancel you. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, look at what they're doing in Australia. They're trying to set up camps or, or they've mm -hmm. got yeah, camps set up, yeah. right? You don't think they're mm -hmm. trying to do that shit here? I mean, mm -hmm. this is the thing. You look at that school shooting, what happened last, uh, what, was it Monday or something? Yeah, right. Or maybe even, mm -hmm. um, I mean, they're trying to use anything like that to get Anything they want. Guns yeah, removed yeah. out well, of here, people's, I got, you know. I got a cool idea I've been playing with. Like, um, like what... Uh, the like what the words crisis and emergency do to people's brain, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, like, I think I could condense it pretty quick. Like, um, because what it does is it... So, oh, yeah. So, um, you know, there's this thing about, like, we need to... We, we dissect the wor world into what's meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, meaning like there's this chaos of atoms and part you know all going on around us and our perception has been honed to see certain things so it's already filtered and then we also need to tell what matters right so it doesn't matter to me that plant in the corner of the room over there so i don't even notice it right or i notice it less mm -hmm. so there's some things that come to the front mm -hmm. like what matters right now is this to me right mm -hmm. um and so that's at the front of my you know that's what that's what matters to me right now so when you say crisis or emergency oh so so and then the thing about that whole mattering thing is that that comes before logic right so yeah. it's the it's the thing like maybe science answers questions but then the question comes from what matters to you right right what you want to study is like what matters mm -hmm. you know if it's covid i'm studying that because i think i'm going to die or whatever you know what i mean um, and so that happens before logic. So then when someone says it's a crisis or an emergency, they like hijack the whole system. It's that, you know, like Jordan talks about the hierarchy of values. That's what that is. Right. Like what's at the top of that value thing. That's what matters most. Mm -hmm. Right. That's kind of what that means. Is So I like that better. Like, cause when people say values, I sometimes get lost in that word. I don't think people understand what that word means. Mm -hmm. Like, what's a value? What, what is that? You know, I don't think they understand that. I think it's better that it what matters, 
right? That, that makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you say crisis and emergency, you hijack the whole system, and whatever thing you want put on top gets put on top. This matters more than anything. Mm-hmm. And that means everything else gets like wiped away. Right. So because you, you get the right. emotion involved. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and it, the logic it, is yeah. and so you, to the curve. Exactly. You don't even, before you even start thinking, mm-hmm. this other thing has been crept in there. You know, so that's why, like someone like Sam Harris, in theory, could also have be so smart, be fucking crazy, you know, an intelligence mm-hmm. I could, you know, not even understand. He can be hijacked, mm-hmm. so we all can be hijacked yeah. by by saying by you and and then the other like I, I like the term narrative warfare. You know, there's all these words that do similar things. Terrorist, you know. You, you erase all their rights, everything, once you use that word. And then there's all the other ones. Yeah. Racist, That's transphobe, why trying hate to call speech. those parents domestic terrorists. Exactly. Because if they crazy. can do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. then what do people think? You're a right-wing fucking conspiracy theorist. That's, yep. mm-hmm. that's what terrorism in this country is. Mm-hmm. That's what they mm-hmm. pointed to. They, you can't hateful. even associate left-wing terrorism. Mm. They, that used to be the um, yeah, environmental terrorism right you know and that's gone at right. least in this you know time right now well what about a, a, a rebellion whatever what's it called uh, something rebellion you guys don't know that one the mm. group the Antifa for uh, the green movement or whatever oh yeah Extinction Rebellion, they're uh-huh. called. There but they is. haven't like they haven't <laughs> shown themselves. Yeah, yet, they do though, shit. Yeah, yeah. In, in England, not okay. not so violent. A lot of like they get dressed up as bees and then like stuck themselves <laughs> okay. to buses and then like laid in the streets so people couldn't get to work and stuff like that. I don't mean to derail you. Right? Somebody just like stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, should a bee try to sing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are fucking. Yeah, but you were saying terrorists. The left well, doesn't have terrorism. The, right, right, right. 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 Or they try to all, act like it doesn't. And so that's why they're right. using those words, domestic mm-hmm. terrorists. Right. Because then, so there's yeah. all, and so all those things, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, it gets spread around the news. They're not teaching CRT in schools. It's a college, de- you know, that whole narrative. It's a college degree so program. There's nobody with a, right. you know, it, whoever they, I forget their names right now. The yeah. you know uh, the people that invented the you know the critical race theory. Right. Well, even Kendi, he's like the big pusher of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's on a side thing. Uh-huh. There's like um, Derek Bell. Uh-huh. Uh, there's people at Harvard. Whatever. Like yeah. I don't even know. But uh, then then that thing gets in someone's brain. You know what I mean? And then anytime that gets brought up, they're like, it's, "What are you talking about?" You know what I mean? So all yeah, of a sudden, mind. their logic has been hijacked. They can't even like look at the situation. To them, it's like, you know, what are you talking? You know, the whole it makes things invisible, mm-hmm. right? That's an interesting thing about like when you change what matters and you and what narratives like you you see, it makes entire parts of the world you can't even see them. Mm-hmm. You know, like when maybe when you were starting to go to the to the right and you're like, oh my god, you know, whenever you change your opinion about mm-hmm. something, you're like, whoa, I didn't even realize. I didn't. You can't see it. Right. It's invisible. Yeah. Right. And well, you got to be open It's so to interesting, it. though, because hmm. a lot of the movies, I would say that, like, action movies, for example, even Black Widow, the hmm. last one. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what it, the Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, she's a Russian spy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were, like, all the whole group of, this group of women that were trained killers were all controlled by this one guy with, like, you know, so they had this antidote. It was just like in the air and it would clear it somehow. Mm. So it's just like so interesting how you can see a lot of these mm. similar mm. patterns and stories that we 
he right. didn't talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so, not. Yeah. I guess I. I'm not. I haven't seen that one, but that's interesting. So you're saying Widow. like some guy was like they're controlling all, them, they're all hypnotized. They're all basically then, under like his control and he uh, like deploys these soldiers all over the world and they're like sleeper cells so he can uh, like activate them whenever he needs yeah, to to have them okay. do shit. Uh-huh. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Black Widow, she's got these basically antidotes to, to mm-hmm. their mind control and she's trying to go around oh, free. Oh, okay, so she's so. trying to find... The and free them. In yeah. And free them of the. Well, because yeah, she yeah. went the rogue control. basically uh-huh. from them. Right? Yeah, she was one of them at one so, point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then a and she series of events and... you guys would just have to watch. <laughs> right. I heard one recently that for wokeness, I think James Lindsay said that the cure for wokeness is authenticity. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Well, that's. So mm-hmm. that goes back that to what we were talking about. <laughs> You get punched in the face. It's it's the appropriate moment. You fucking fag. That's authentic, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's right. like legit, raw, in the moment, like acknowledging your defeat at that instant, mm-hmm. giving accolades, mm-hmm. being present. You know, I mean, those are the things that, um, mm-hmm. again, that are funny. It's these things that matter, but this is, you know, the crisis. Fuck, in the military, you should have seen some of the shit that we thought was fucking funny. Mm. Like, I'm dragging this kid who got shot. And uh, I don't know if I told... Have I told you guys this story? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, it was funny as fuck. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was... It was like one of those moments. You like saved some kid and then dropped his head. On I dropped his head on the fucking concrete. I mean, or the uh, the hard wasn't right. concrete because they didn't have like okay. concrete. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a hard packed right. uh-huh. road. I mean, it was it was rough. Uh-huh. But you got your weapon. You got blood. You got sweat. You got a kid. You got fucking just craziness. Mm-hmm. And those things are what I mean. It was. It wasn't just kind of funny. It was funny as fuck. Mm. Like all the crazy shit that happened was just. It was funny. It was mm. like, man, this shit matters. But people who aren't there, they look at it, or they aren't part of it. They look at it like, oh, you're fucked up. But mm. like, had you not been dragging him, had you just left him there, he would have probably died. So yeah, and it wouldn't like, have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, you know, just because that happens, people people don't see. Yeah, the they whole, focus on the wrong you know, thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody, you know, had said to me that I needed to use compassion, right? And so I was talking to Aaron afterwards about this, and I'm like. That person who said that to me doesn't understand in a country where HIV was fucking through the roof, there's a firefight, a kid gets shot. I put myself out and I drag this kid back. I didn't know the fucking kid. He's a Somali. I could have waited. We could have called, gotten a medic there, secured the area, you know, and so it's interesting how we hear like, you know, people's opinions because their perception of what compassion is. But it's like, you you know, where I get this a lot is in physical fitness. And people tell me I need to be more compassionate and understand. I've heard this fucking so many times from people who are so compassionate that they'll let their friend who says, gosh, I really want to get in shape, be fat by telling them, oh, you're perfect the way that you are. 
You know what I'm saying? They feel mm-hmm. that that's compassion. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, I'm not going to go the Kristoff mm-hmm. way, right? I'm not going to tell right, them I got right. Jesus, have you seen your ass? But I'm going to tell them, man, you got you to gotta toughen up. You got you to gotta fucking do this. It's up to you. You can fucking, you know, make some changes, but you got to do it. There's no, like, you, you mm-hmm. can have every excuse in the world. It, or you it can is interesting. Get it done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that. You know, so you called out someone in the middle of the gym the other day, you know, about the fight, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting, like, that you're willing to do that because it's a little embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Just to be called out in front of a bunch of people or whatever. Sure. Like that. Um, But I could see how what a good thing that is. Like, it's cool that you're, like, willing to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Um, that's but that's also so people understand. There's, mm -hmm. like, you know, because I want all you guys to understand. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're Mm -hmm. learning how to fucking fight. And it's not just fighting, like, the match. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more to that fight Mm -hmm. than just that match. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes... You gotta, you gotta tell people the stuff that they don't want to hear yeah. in a situation that they don't want to hear it in because it's like, well, it hasn't made sense to you up to this point, so maybe mm-hmm. this will make. It's a such little a hard thing sense. to do, though. Like, mm-hmm. I have kind of an ongoing thing with my girl and her daughter about like eating, you know, because. Yeah. There's just not the greatest eating always going on around there, you know? <laughs> Eating's a little rough. <laughs> you know? And uh, I, so I say things, but then it, like, turns into, like, like a, like a, like, at, at one point, she was, like, hiding. She, she was good about it. She mm. would only, like, have, like, a, an M&M pack, like, after dinner or something. Right. But she'll put her stuff in her room mm. so that I don't know. And she whispers, you're going to have dessert to her mom or whatever. Yeah. She doesn't want me to hear it. You know what I mean? And there's something I'm not doing right. You know, yeah. I, I have a hard time with, you know, and, and that's where it's just the most mm-hmm. obvious is at home. Yeah. You know, like I try to live by example. That's all, that's hard too, you know? I mean, sure. I do that better than what I say mm-hmm. though. Uh, you know, so in this instance, yeah. I eat well, you know, and I just mm-hmm. do, right? Mm-hmm. And I just don't buy, you know, I do that thing. I don't buy it. If it's in the house, I have a sweet tooth. I'm gonna, yeah. fuck, I'm gonna eat yeah. it, yeah. and and then uh, you know, and then and then, but then you know, she has a birthday, and then there's a birthday cake in the fridge. Uh, yeah. There's whatever they got donuts, the the cheap nasty, you know, those bot donuts at the store, or whatever. Where you buy like twelve of them, and they're the chocolate. But, yeah, yeah, like they're all gross too. And I'm like, what the fuck are you bringing that in the house for? You know, and then they high, yeah, yeah. Eat it. It's so delicious. Yeah, but I somehow like. It's it's man, it's a it's a tricky thing to just leave around healthier mm. snacks. But this is right. the thing where where I think stuff like that you know can help, and that's you know like what you do because Erin does the same thing. She'll make cookies because she knows I got a sweet tooth, but she doesn't put any fucking sugar in the cookies. It's all mm. almond you know almond flour and uh, right you know. But the the chocolate right. chips are sweet enough right. to make it I think, so it's I think not the argument so is, sweet. Yeah, the argument I think that's going on with me, you know, yeah. personally or whatever, is that why can't a kid have fun? Yeah. That's the argument, you know? And and then now that my son has be now that he's older and he feeds himself, uh-huh. I, I, every night I give him a salad Yeah. until he was 12 or something because right. I cooked for him. I yeah. made him a thing. This is what yeah. we're eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now he's like gets up for breakfast. I had eggs, avocado for breakfast, things like that, you know? 
And now it's like cereal in the morning yeah. and frozen pizzas. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm buying them, I guess. But see, here's the thing. This is, what, this is what I would say. <laughs> you know, this is a unique... I'm in a unique position. Right? My brother fucking was pissed at me for... You know, I'm a dick sometimes. You know, like we were talking about, there's times when maybe I should say something, maybe I shouldn't. Um, you know, one of the things that I kind of relish, if you noticed that day, mm. right, after I said that, what did fucking we do? I was in there and I was hitting him hard and he was hitting me hard, right? And so it's kind of one of those things that you can you know it's good sometimes to be that dick mm-hmm. right you need it for yourself that person might need it from you mm-hmm. but one of the unique positions that i'm in is for parents is i get to see their kids and how their kids act in other situations and mm-hmm. um you know my brother had told me you don't know what it's like to have kids and i said to him you're 100% right but i do know what it's like to observe kids that you care about and how you know, their, um, you know, family life is to some degree from the slice of it that I get to see. And my opinion on that is that it might suck for him right now. It might be cool to eat pizzas and stuff. But when he's in his 20s, he'll fucking thank you if you've done that. But if he goes this route, he won't thank you because he won't know anything else because these things are right. going to be the traits that he picks up. Yeah. And he won't even understand mm-hmm. why he's as bad off as everybody else. But the kid who's the fucking athlete who doesn't do that yeah. is going to start and to it's, understand, it's learning, man, I stand yeah. apart from and, yeah. all these other kids. It's like learning, you know, like I heard uh, BK Iyengar, that yogi guy, mm-hmm. he said... Um, you should eat for your stomach, not your tongue, mm-hmm. right? So it's something everybody has to learn how to do. Yeah. And like, does it really matter if you only get dessert on fucking Friday or a Saturday night? <laughs> does that fucking matter? Yeah. You know, do you need the donuts every morning yeah. for like, you know, or like the Cheetos in the backpack for snack? Your brain will you trick know? you into believing it matters. Yeah, and I can't, and I can't. Addicted to sugar. That satiation, yeah. you know. And I, and I think I broke a little bit of her. She had a thing, dessert every night. And I broke that down. It took like a year, you know, because... Show some research. I, I know. So, so that's, that's maybe where I'm, where yeah. I'm going with it, is what's hard for me is like to make those arguments well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, to... Well, that's you know, the persuasive... Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, that's the cool thing about persuasion yes. is it's, yeah. Yeah. it's the art of being Man. able to, yeah. to make those well. So mm-hmm. this is one of the things that, you know, when we were talking earlier today about the podcast before the podcast started, why I like the podcast is because it helps me learn how to articulate things better, being able to hear myself talking to other people, having a conversation. Mm. And I still learn, can't listen to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've learned at least is, is you it know, for you? No, yeah. go on. You, you learn how to to learn these things. Because right. it's it's not mm. I mean it's right. an acquired skill. It's mm. not just mm-hmm. for most people like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. be so, good so, at it. So, I mean, look at Hitler, yeah. 
right? We were talking about Hitler. Hitler was brilliant. <laughs> Crazy persuasive. At it, right. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. And it's like a thing where, like, I tend to. But it'd be more like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Persuasion doesn't right. necessarily have a yeah. good or a bad I think, value I think, to it until you give it the <laughs> yeah. conduit, you know? I think what I'm due too much is I, like, make the idea. Yeah. I, I put up this idea. I'm like, health is a good thing for this reason. Yeah. But I'm not being persuasive. Yeah. I'm more just focusing on like the, the idea, you know, you know, something like that. This is outside Eric Observer. And yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. telling anybody how to parent. Right, because right, right. my parents were cool as fuck to me. Like, I had tons of liberties. But it was a different time as well. There wasn't all of this junk food. It was just starting to mm-hmm. come out. Yeah. You know, um, my dad fucked me on cereal early on because, like, my mom was a, a nurse and she worked late so that she could be home during the day when we were home. And then my dad worked normal hours, so he he was in the mornings and then in the evenings, right? And on the mornings, there was, like, one morning and this kind of started this where I was dragging ass or my brother or sister was dragging ass. And so my dad goes down and he poured a cereal, but he poured the milk in it and said something to the effect of, well, it's going to be soggy by the time you get there because he was like basically saying, hurry the fuck up. Well, that happened to me a couple times. And after that, like fucking hated cereal right <laughs> same nice, thing like with sodas a, uh-huh. so like i went flat warm sodas <laughs> no i was like Shh, come I, go, <laughs> I go golfing with my dad and my uncle and my godfather and i'm young and uh they've all got beers in the cooler and they brought fucking sodas right and it's hot as balls in houston mm. you know just humid hot fucking i don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have been down south mm-hmm. like that but um so I was dehydrated. I mean, I didn't know this at the time. And I drank a, like an orange crush or some super fucking sugary. I don't even think it was crush back then. I think it was like, um, there was another one. Right. Knee high. I think it was maybe one of those or some mm-hmm. shit. It yeah. was a soda though. Mm-hmm. And I got so sick because of just the sugar and mm-hmm. the fucking heat and being dehydrated that I never drank sodas. Nice. So uh, yeah. on the on the health side of things, so you're we, saying I should make them puke, <laughs> make <laughs> them sick. <laughs> Same thing happened chewing. I got really Put some high. eye drops in the sugar. <laughs> I got really high in, I think it was seventh or eighth grade, and uh, put a big chew in right before class. Mm-hmm. Kodiak, oh, and I yeah, this is yeah. like my first chew, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Besides like those uh, bandits that mm-hmm. you would put in, and I had cotton mouth so bad that. You're swallowing it. Uh, swallowing it. It was uh, all grainy. I'm just, I couldn't uh, do anything. Just turned fucking green. Yeah. Never chewed again. Right. <laughs> but, so anyway, going back to, um, you know, my parents didn't have a hard thumb on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. With school, I did pretty good. So I had, you know, liberties. I didn't have a curfew. But I think that from an outside perspective, what parents want to do is be friends too much with their kids and not the mm-hmm. fucking parent. And sometimes the tyrannical parent is needed. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like, no, mm-hmm. this is how the fuck it's going to be and you're going to mm-hmm. do it. And I know in this kind of era, parents are getting away from that model of parenting 
However, there's some good things with it. I the people yep. that I saw that had too much of tyrants, that mm. they as soon as they got out from underneath that thumb, they just yeah. exploded. There's a balance. Yeah, so I, I am a, the type that needs more. Mm-hmm. You know, I could use more. I got a good example of like seeing it happen. Like I worked at the spot, and it's like a place for kids. They do music and break dancing and stuff, and it's like 14 to 24, but most of them were under 20. And they loved the place. It was like a second home to a lot of them. It was pretty cool like that. And then it started to break down. And they like fired a bunch of the best people. And everybody's leaving and the place is closing. You know, this was like a slow burn too. It was like some bad shit happened. And it was like, you know, people had, people were pissed. Like the kids were pissed. And so at the end, the discipline started to like disappear. There was no longer like a culture of respect you know what I mean? And it was like nobody was telling people not to do things and stuff. And it got bad. Mm-hmm. Like I have this just particular memory of walking behind this kid and he like pushed the there was like a soda machine. He like tried to knock the soda machine over and then he like kicked like almost a hole in the wall or something. I don't remember the specifics. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? You know, I was, he didn't know I was behind him. Yeah. And I like work there or whatever. And I remember thinking that I don't even blame him. Yeah because he was pissed you know this place like meant so much to him right. but it, but it was like you know there a lot of examples but i saw that discipline go away yep. and then they just like went crazy mm-hmm. it turned into chaos right it was yeah. like really chaotic so i could see that they like at the time i had the thought i was like oh that's what people mean when they say that someone wants discipline mm-hmm. like these kids wanted discipline they yeah. needed it yeah you know they, a lot of them were getting it at home the, their lives were chaotic they there was structure there yeah and they so they liked that the structure is freedom. yeah that's right discipline yeah, 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 yeah. equals freedom that's right yeah. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah word 140. yeah awesome you got any closers? You got any thought-provoking finishers? Something um, to leave us hanging? At first I thought I did, but then I didn't know. One, one thing I was thinking about was if you're secure about something, then why do you have to make such a big statement about it? Hmm. I agree. Yeah. So That's what I was toying around with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll leave you with that. <laughs> there you go. Later, Lord.